three, two, one. Hey, what was that? <laughs> I don't, I'm not really good at like rolling my R's or, or like anything like that, but that was the first time I ever really caught it and like kind of like rolled my tongue for the first time. That was your first ever rolling up <laughs> so the tongue. I kind of got stuck on it and uh, right. I didn't want to let it go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. now watch, now I can't do it again. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> literally sounds like you're yeah, just messing it. it up on purpose. <laughs> that's it. That's for real. That's me trying. You're back. I'm back. I'm you're so back, happy you're to back, be back. You're back. You're back. I'm so happy to be back. It's only been one episode that I've been gone, but it does feel like it's been longer because two weeks versus one week away from the studio feels like a really long time. Um, I want to hear about the baby. I want to hear about how we did on the last episode because we sure. tried our best. Sure. Uh, but first, should we introduce these beers? Let's do it. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, so I am drinking from Alternate Ending, uh, Shimmy Shimmy Coca Pop. This is a part of their single hop double IPA series. This one is featuring the Mosaic hop. Uh, great hop. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm, I'm, you know, I love Mosaic. Cashmere is your favorite though. I think. No, that's not right. I like the Nelson Sullivan. I, I, I mm. think there's just so many good ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. This is like, this beer is made for me. Um, who do we got though? That's Andre the Giant yep. from Princess Bride mm-hmm. and Feeling stupid. Turn it a little bit on the. <laughs> you got it. You got it. I almost tipped it over. Um, Read the text. The text might help you. Oh, oh my god. Uh, start staking. We have to start researching these before the episode starts. Anyway, no. this thing is eight percent alcohol. It's from uh, alternate ending, like I said, up in Aberdeen, New Jersey. Is this like Karate Kid? I think it's Karate Kid. Hey. But I don't know which character. Uh, well, it says, it says okay, it says, John Baskin morphs into Fezzik when Zoltar starts taking wishes to literally. Zoltar is from Power Rangers? Anyway, uh. this is great. This is a perfect <laughs> beer for me. Um, it's a little bit above my, you know, Johnny Sweet Spot range. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm going to deal with it. Cool. It's fine. That just made me think of uh, when you said Zoltar, it made me think, of, and this is terrible because it's not like considered a good movie probably by most people's um uh judgment but uh dude where's my car (laughs) zoltan that's all i thought of when you said that that's all that came to mind oh the zoltan that's uh is that dude where's my car yeah yeah it is because they sneak into it's funny they sneak into the uh the cult (laughs) that like they think some like uh, alien race Zoltan. is going to come and take them, and every time something happens, they're like Zoltan. <laughs> um, That's like so, how yeah. they blend in, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they don't know how to do it every time. So was funny. that a good movie? I love it. It's it's like. Did it's you watch such it again? A dumb movie, but I love it's it. Princess Bride is right there. Yeah, that's cool. Should have known better. Um, cool. Well, I um, oh, there's my label. I have um, a uh, beer by Mast Landing Brewing Company. Um, which let me see if they say <clears throat> where they're based 5.5% alcohol. I don't see where they're based. Oh, um, Maine. Okay, cool. Um, yes, yeah, so this is called Gunner's Daughter Milk Stout, uh, 5.5 ABV. Um, it's actually really good. Um, not that I didn't expect it to be, but the reason I bought it was because I thought they were being clever with their branding. Uh, when I read this, I thought it said Guinness's daughter. <laughs> and that's just my own huh. bad reading uh, skills. But um, I do love milk stouts and I like this label a lot. 
Um, and I hadn't heard of it before. So that's sort of like what brought me to this decision. And when uh, you opened it, we were saying that it kind of looks like a source label, but yeah. kind of generative yeah, background. It's, it's fun. It's kind of far away, but I think you can see it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really love it. Um, I really like the taste. Um, oh, so let me describe it a little bit. Cause this, this is actually probably why I like it so much. Bold flavors of peanut butter, coffee, and dark chocolate. So it's a lot like Duclaw, uh, sweet baby Jesus. It has the same ingredients. It has the same sort of like taste to it. So I'm a big fan. Um, is and, Josh Baskin the kid from Big? Is, nice. Okay. Phew. My mom's going to be so <laughs> mad. Um, this is her favorite movie. Uh, so it's Fezzik and uh, the the kid slash growing up from Big. Tom but Hanks. why does he look like he's wearing uh, like a karate kid? Like he looks like he's wearing a uniform uh, that you'd see in Karate Kid. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Unless I just can't see it because it's a little too small. <clears throat> and then Shimmy Shimmy Cocoa Bop, I think, is a, a reference to Big also. Is that it's where they're confusing. dancing on the piano? I, mean, I think we've talked about this a little bit, like the Forrest Gump thing. Like they're really pretty deep cuts into like things about movies that most people don't know. Yeah. Like uh, the Forrest Gump one, what was it? It was that what if... Oh, the Titanic one, for example, was what if... Uh, um, like the bad person. Oh, she, Rose could have let him on the door. Well, that's just that's right? just everybody knows that. Yeah. Well, does everybody know that? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen the study? There was a study where somebody took. Was it MythBusters? Is it a study or is it an episode of MythBusters? It's probably both. <laughs> they like they like made like a reproduction to scale, and they wanted to see if. Oh, nice. They're surviving. They hate each other, these two guys. What? Yeah. I don't believe that. Yeah, no, they hate each other in real life. How do you know Adam that? Savage and I think his name's Jamie something. <laughs> Jamie Hennemeyer? Hennemeyer? Something like that. They hate each other. What? Yeah, they won't talk. Why? Um, well, one of them I think is like has a background in like making stuff and... Uh, effects shops mm -hmm. and that's adam savage and the other yeah. one i think doesn't I, I, they just have different personalities they don't get along which is such a shame because they seem like they should be best friends yeah it seems like they were really good friends like for a long time on the show and if that's changed i'm shocked to hear it and i'm pretty sad to hear it um cool well, let's so tell us about this baby let, okay What's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna like try and go in a totally different direction but i'll, I'll do that um, yeah, no, baby's good. Um, uh, her, <clears throat> her name's Juliet. I heard you guys guessing in the last episode. Yep, we tried. Um, which, <laughs> what did, I think Abby said like Karina? Something like that, <laughs> Something yeah. Like, that was a good movie. I know. Karina, Karina? Oh, Karina, Karina, yeah. Karina, Karina. Yeah. Um, dance. Wait, is that the one with um, Goodfellas? What's his name? Uh, uh, Ray Liotta? Yeah. 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 Um, he doesn't even need to look it up. He can, he knows every movie. So know, we just say, say an actor, he's got it. Yeah. Yeah. Ray Liotta is like the guy. And you got the cute little girl. And then. She's from Waterworld. Oh, I yeah. I think. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> that's, maybe that's relevant to the baby. Uh, you know, she's, she's great. She's like, she's like awake during the day doing what she's supposed to be doing during the day 
and I take on the night shift. And so she sleeps all night uh, except for to be fed. Um, and otherwise, like, she's been pretty good. Um, Have you given her any tasks yet? Maybe start her uh, with something simple? Yes. Uh, we're working on counters. having her lift her head off the ground. Oh, okay. Um, so that she doesn't smother herself in her sleep when she's old enough to sleep on her own. Important. Um, yeah, and then her neck is going to be strong enough to, like, turn her head. Um, there's... My parents did that when I was little. I feel like they went a little too far. My neck's like, <laughs> super strong like a beast neck. Yeah. <laughs> a little too much. So well, be careful with it. Don't go too far. You're never going to fall asleep on your face and not be able to move out of it, though. That's a really good place to be. It's uh, it's weird having a second child, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when we had Carmela, which is our first. They would they they come in when you're in the hospital, and they're like, "Do you want us to take the baby and like wash the baby and like change the baby's diaper?" And yep. the first time that when we had Carmela, even though Kate had just had a um, C-section, they were like, "We were like, no, no, this baby needs to stay with us. We need to hold the mistake." Baby. Every baby after that, it's like, yeah, get this baby out of uh-huh. here right now. Just take this baby. How hard did they fight you to say, like, you should let us take her? They they wanted, yeah, they wanted mm-hmm. to take her pretty bad. And we'd be like, you could take her for 10 minutes and John's <laughs> going to follow you to make sure that you don't swap her out. With so you let baby. her bring a gun into the hospital <laughs> or like a baseball bat with like spikes in it. Just something to protect just her. Just something to protect just her just in case you try a to like swap her out. Can you have a sword? I think that babies probably get swapped out, right? Um, I feel like we'd hear more about that. They try really hard with like the uh, the the bands yeah. and everything, and that makes me think that back in the day, babies got oh swapped oh, out all the sure. time. Sure, yeah, back in back in those yeah. days, sure. Yeah, they, how do you without that band? How do you identify a baby? Just like a regular like handwritten band, and you just have to be good at reading, and like they never they don't stay on either because babies are yeah, pretty squiggly. That's true. Ours the the for Juliet's hers ended up in her like box that she was in. Uh, not the one that they scanned, but the one that's like written. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just like left it in the in the box, like at the head of the box. I was like, "Is this how it used to work?" Because, like, I I took out I took her out a couple times, and that came with it. I was like, "This ended up on the floor a lot." Yeah, and I can only imagine like maybe can get lost. Easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's pretty scary. Let's face it; they all look <clears throat> pretty much the same. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, and then only until they're like ten or older, you're like. Well, with your kids, it's pretty easy to tell, but um, I guess with mine too so far. But you're gonna be able to tell before ten. Yeah. Well, I think who knows? I mean, if you're if it's the wrong kid for a long time, you're gonna be like, I can kind of see it. You're gonna like convince yourself for ten years until you're finally like, I don't think this is my kid. Um, and then who knows? <laughs> I'm gonna go back like. to the hospital. Yeah, I'm gonna see if he's still there. <laughs> I'm gonna see if they kept him in the back. Um, he's probably sitting there. They give him a juice box. He's fine. Um, I we, my uh, when I was growing up, my brothers. Um, my brother's names are. Did I talk about this on the podcast? Yeah, I'm Last Juicy week. Juice, right? Yeah. Good, uh, sorry, Juice nope. Goose. Yeah. Nope. I was going to correct you. Yeah. I watched the last so, episode. It's funny you're not calling me that right now. It's because we've got a better name for you. You have a better name for me. Johnny Sweetspot. Ah. Juice Goose would make sense if I you were. I never got a, a nickname. I got like JC. If you were into like. Um, Pretty good. If you were into like hazy IPAs or like whatever like the juice juicy labels are then i'd call you the juice goose but that doesn't really apply to you because you like hop forward mm-hmm. double dry hop like i don't really like juicy no so that doesn't make sense anymore for you. you've grown out of it people call me jc and that's kind of cool mm-hmm. i think it may be like part of the reason my name is what it what it is like my mom actually the reason my middle name is ryan is because my mom wanted people to call me jr oh okay or junior um yeah but Every time that I say JC for a little too long, someone catches on to the fact that JC is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. 
So they start calling me like Jesus or Christ. And you're trying to be. And I'm like, boom, shut that down like yeah. immediately. That's oh, because you don't want that. I don't need to be called Jesus. If you were JC and like, and then you had a last initial, so like, like JC says what? <laughs> What's his name? What's how do you say the guy from Insync? JC Chavez? Oh, Chazez. Chaz. Hmm. JC. How would you say that? That's Fa- that's phase, not even phaser. What is that even doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like here's three characters that you've never seen before. Read those and then uh, you'll know how to pronounce it. If the phonetic language is so good, why have we not switched over? Let's just good question. Let's just write everything in phonetic language. Yeah, it's JC Phaser. <laughs> that's what it looks like. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's like that. Oh wait, why is that's not even it doesn't even make sense. JC, he'd be JS. What the hell? Oh no, his last name is uh Chaze. You, so you could you could have been JC Crepezi and you could you could have used the C twice oh, in your name. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. So like mm-hmm. the people that I've known that were JC, it was like John uh Chris Crepezi. So it'd be like JC Crepezi would make sense. But if you don't have that middle name, Apparently, it doesn't matter because this guy just took it from his last name and still works. Um, my grandfather on my mother's side, so not the name I got, the other name, mm-hmm. his last name's Kush. It's a cool name. And I thought for a bit, like, <laughs> do I just swap up? Do I just be John Kush? And then what do you, you have to be like a drug dealer for the rest of your life? You don't get to be John Kush. Or like a rapper. You have to be Johnny Kush. Yeah. But which, okay. It's not an option. Which lane are you in then? Are you in like the drug dealer lane? Are you in like the DJ who works like nightclubs lane? Or are you in like the go big rapper name? I'm in uh, uh, Nikki Saturday or whatever. I'm in that <laughs> lane where I'm just like, cool. <laughs> uh, that's pretty big though. That's that's like big time. Yeah, People know your name. I'm big time. That's a name that you, you hear well, and you're like, there's like you are. There are the early days of being somebody like that where you kind of walk up to them and you're like, Yo, name's Johnny Kush. And they kind of go like, what Idiot. the hell is this? I don't want to be And then friend. eventually you reach the point where they're like, mm-hmm. all right, whatever. It's Johnny Kush. Yeah. and But then it's like you find enough people to think that that's cool. And then like when you reach the big time, you're like, yeah, I'm Johnny Kush. The first time someone else introduces you to a third mm-hmm. party and they say, here's Johnny Kush. Yeah. And they're like, when's his album dropping? They're like, that's it's not. It's not. There is no album. It's not. How, see, he went, He's he just went a, a different coder. He went a different way. <laughs> He went the Mickey Saturday way. <laughs> he went big time weird name, but he doesn't sell drugs. Yeah, he could. He'd probably be pretty good at it, but he doesn't. Um, so one thing I wanted to say was uh, your your point about like second kid uh, or like, I don't remember what you said exactly, but like second kid, there's something really interesting that's happening. Like there's almost no stress. Um, mm-hmm. Like the little things that we stressed out about with Asher, which is our first um, things like, what's that noise that he just made? And then you like hover for five minutes. And you're like, is he choking? Is he dying? Like, no, he's not. He's just a baby and they make noises. Um, the one thing that... Every time my baby coughs, I still am just like, well, like yeah, is that like, the last breath you'll ever take? There is there is like that instinct that I think is built into everybody, but like it's a little bit easier to quickly get past it. Yeah. The yeah. one thing that I've noticed is happening is like, we're not, we're not like Googling things as often, but when we do, it's like, you're doing it wrong. And no matter what you look up, it's like, oh, you fed uh-huh. them, you fed them 25 ounces. They should only get like 22 to 24 a day. Uh, your baby's going to become a serial killer. Yeah. Um, so don't do that. We're coming to pick your baby up right yeah. now. <laughs> and so what I, the decision I've made is that if, if you're going to, 
uh, have kids and look up answers on Google, you're never going to find the right answer. So they should all just be like, don't have kids. No more kids. Stop having kids um, because you cannot do anything right according to the internet. Like that's never going to be possible. How did we make it? Like our generation? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. A lot of luck. Because there was no internet. There's nothing you can Google. There's uh, maybe that book. What to expect when you're expecting. Chicken soup for a baby's mouth or whatever. (laughs) That's not a book. Chicken soup. The one that teaches you how to. Oh, what to expect when you're. You you got it the first time. Yeah, what are you talking about? The one you're talking about is for like how to like. Oh, how to be a teenager. Yeah, like how to live like a normal teenage life. Did you ever read that? Uh, no. Because you had an angsty phase uh, yeah, but you, I, you often describe. Yeah, part of that was not reading. Uh, <laughs> I never read. It was like um, sitting in your room listening to music. Yeah. Moping. I, 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 didn't, I, I would like cut out like letters and be like, I hate my life. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I, never, I never got Thanks, as far as like. mom. Yeah. Even though like I had like. Newspaper clippings. <laughs> even though I had like a really great life and I lived in like a very wealthy suburb. And <laughs> I kind of had like all the things I wanted and. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. That angst is going to find its way uh, past everything else, and it, and it did. So, yeah, it sure did. Um, so I yeah. had some angst. Not, I didn't have like. Still, when I watch TV shows that have like some kind of a, like a teenager being how a teenager really is, I don't think I ever went through that phase. No, where they're like, I had something that's... better and different. Yeah, which is I got. Uh, Super regular, very intense nosebleeds. <laughs> oh so that kind of like. Uh, cool, yeah. You one were... time I had a, a nosebleed. I was the president of student government and I was on a parade float. <laughs> and we were passing like the final grandstand. Check, check, check. And I had a nosebleed. So I was like, oh no, the whole town's going to see me have the nosebleed. So I ran to the back of the um, float. The float. Yeah. Tried to get off the float while it was still moving and fell off the back of the float. Yes. Oh <laughs> and then God. I ran into the woods. Why did I not know you sooner? <laughs> <laughs> and my mom like came and found me. Uh, and even then I wasn't like, I hate my life. I was just like, man, if pulling these nosebleeds would go away. What was it like the next day <laughs> in school? Did people like give you shit for that all the time or was it like pretty cool? I think it, it was... It was so embarrassing, so mm-hmm. over the top embarrassing just that just no one ever said anything. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so you can just like bury that down deep inside and never have any resolution to it. Yeah, like, nobody said anything. I didn't have to talk about Maybe it. Maybe they didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> I fell off the back of a float uh, in the middle of a parade. Nobody noticed. It was, it was so bad. Um, oh, you were so you were bad. really checking all the boxes of like Cool Kid Club there. So like yeah. bloody noses all the Super time. Super heavy nose. <laughs> President, President of student government in uh, the marching band participated in. In a parade, like probably willingly, like you were probably psyched about I it. I was. I think I was supposed to speak at the end. Did you I wear was supposed to, like exit the float and give a talk? Did you wear like a slightly too large like sports coat, tie, and button up? I did, probably. Yeah, I mean, it was probably like my dad's old one or yeah. something. And then also, um, I, I was like, I think we've talked about this before, but I was behind on trends quite a bit. <laughs> So I was probably wearing like parachute pants or something and a, oh, yeah. and a sports jacket. I was too because I got hand-me-downs. I was the the youngest boy in my family of three boys. And so my oldest brother is, I think, like six years older than me. And so anything that he wore made its way to my next brother and then to me. And so not only was it like shrunk and like discolored, but it was also six years out of date, out of style. <laughs> and so that's just how it went for a little while. Um I know you have two older brothers yep. and you have a same age sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, also the known fifth, as a twin. 
<laughs> one. Come in. Uh, oldest sibling is a uh, sister. Oh, fun. Yeah. How much older is she? Um, nine years. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. So we're all pretty close in age. For five kids, we're all like, it's it's actually a lot like your family, like your kids. Yeah. Um, all they're they're how old's Carmel gonna be? Eleven or 11. is she eleven? Eleven. Yeah. Is she eleven? eleven now? Okay. So, so it's a little bit wider spread than. than Nina, you Nina was born before she turned eleven. Okay, so just slightly slightly more spread out. But imagine yep. if imagine if Franny were a twin or had a twin, and then that's like my family, because that's that's how we sort of like that's how you got it packed in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So. Yesterday, Katie said, if we had seven kids, Franny would be a middle child. And I was just like, what are you even talking about right now? Um, I don't you, know how this is going to end. Are you Mormons? <laughs> Mormon? Are you Mormon? I don't know how it finally ends. I don't see an end in sight. Um, but I'm guessing it has something to do with me jumping off a bridge or something. <laughs> um, uh, we're having fun. We're having real fun. <laughs> Good, so. yeah. No, you, you know what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to... Um, you're gonna have to knock the uh, patio that you're building right now out mm-hmm. and just like double Take your care. house in size. Oh, oh just expand backwards. Yeah, you're gonna have, your house is gonna have to be. We do need more room. Much bigger uh, if you're gonna have seven. Jesus Christ! <sighs> Should we talk about the patio? Yeah, I think that's 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 a fun idea. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear. Uh, well, I know I know the answers, but I want you to talk about like I'll what t- you're doing and then mm-hmm. what this means for our future summer summers. Um, yeah, it's going to be a big part of them. What uh, what Christian signed up for in the last podcast, uh, which Ming might have to fight him for. We're um, doing it. So I'll tell you real quick. I don't know if you heard him, heard from him, but we want to do a podcast in the uh, hot tub that John's building in his backyard. And uh, they asked Trish, Christian if they could episode. do uh, an episode recorded there. And, and Christian said, yes, Ming, I'm calling this one. Uh, but you guys can fight over it if you want. I mean, that's <laughs> it's going to be fun. So, so, so one day Katie is like, it's uh it's just about to get super cold. So I think it was probably November or something. And Katie was like, Hey, it'd be really cool if we had like a hot tub in the backyard and like, you can even build one. So it, w- it was like 10 PM. She said it as she was going to bed mm-hmm. the next morning. Oh, she wakes up. It's like 6 AM. I'm like downstairs. You already. Slept. I'm like rifing through papers. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to the lumber store, you know, like we're going to build this hot tub. tub. And it's like, it went from like idea to we're going to make this hot tub. Did you buy plans? uh, I did buy plans. Uh, But the plans are pretty minimal. And the person that put the plans together uh, admits that their hot tub leaked and they had to take it apart and add a bunch of stuff that they never intended to add to make it not leak. Did they share that with you though? Yes, but not till after I paid for the plans. <laughs> so I'm building it in their original design, and mine's not going to leak because it's going to be perfect. Okay. So the hot tub, just to give a couple specs on the hot tub, yeah. I think it's important. This thing's eight feet wide, mm-hmm. eight feet across, which is ridiculous. Pretty crazy. And a normal hot tub is like 32 inches deep. This one's 44 inches deep. <laughs> it's basically a pool. We can do cannonballs into it, I think. <laughs> I think you can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will. Um, so then I start building it and I, uh, we, we mark out where we want it on the ground. Mm-hmm. And it turns out the place that we marked it is directly over where we took a tree out, like a big tree. Yep. So there's a giant stump in the ground. So I spent like eight days like hacking away at this stump and I finally dug the stump out 
to my satisfaction and I'm ready to put the hot tub down and Katie walks out and she's like, it'd be cool if there was like a patio or whatever. And I'm like, hmm. I love how she, she just like <laughs> drops little seeds in your brain and she's like, I'm going to go to sleep now. She's um, been trying to tell me recently. She's been pulling me aside and being like, you know, you don't have to do everything I say, right? <laughs> just like if I suggest an idea, you don't have to just do it. Um, I mean, do you, do you not? <laughs> I do everything she says. Uh, it's not good. Um, I mean, the outcome's pretty good though. Uh, you're going to have a really sweet patio with a built-in So we found tub. a place that's going to build the patio and it's like a two-level mm-hmm. patio with the hot tub like kind of nestled into the second level. It's going to be sick. It's going to be sweet. Um, and then I spent today, I think I showed you the photo just before this. Yep. I spent today building a teeny tiny version of the big hot tub. Tiny little baby hot tub. It's just like a foot wide and five inches tall, and it's so sweet. It's so cute. <laughs> You're gonna have to to bring it up on the yeah. You have to send on, me the picture. The video. Um, <laughs> um, my sister was making that joke today. She's like, the hot tub's gonna need to be at least three times this size. Ming just pulled up the uh, Center for Kids Who Can't Read Good and Who Want to Do Other Things Good too. Uh, Zoolander clip, which is perfect for this because basically what you did was build like a model of this really large thing. And uh, honestly, when I looked at it, I was like, cool. And then you're like, I'm going to get real uh, real um, metal, metal rings for it. <laughs> I was like, why? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> so I can show people what it's going to look like. My plan is you're coming over to my house. This is just a simulation for the listener. You're coming over to my house. You're mm-hmm. going to go in the hot tub. Yep. Also, I offered all the workers that are building the patio. I'm like, come back. You're going to go in the hot tub. That was probably a bad idea. Because <laughs> there's like a lot of them. Well, and and on top of that, like... What if they come back and you want to use the hot tub? They're just in it. I come yeah. home one day and they're just like hanging out. I mean, I guess, you know what? That's a nice thing to offer. So they, sorry, I, what was I going to say? I, here's the simulation. Yeah. You're about to go in my hot tub. So you come over. I'm like, let's grab some beers from the basement before we go over. And then we sit upstairs. We open one of the beers and I bring out the little hot tub and I put it on the counter mm-hmm. and I say, just to give you an idea of what's about to happen. This is a simulation of the hot tub. And then I bring out a doll that has hair like you. Mm-hmm. And I put it in the tub. You're going to need like a series of doll wigs that you can <laughs> just like, swap little, out really quick. little doll beers like taped to the doll's hand. It's like, this is us in the hot tub. Oh, and the, the miniature hot tub is built to the, it's built the exact same mm-hmm. way. So it has like inset things, got all the mitered corners, uh, and it doesn't leak. And it's so water, it's watertight. We and talk, it's built of cedar, too. We talked about this before we came in. You're going to have to find dolls that are also to scale for that hot tub so that people can really, like, get a feel for mm-hmm. what they can and can't do in this hot tub when they finally get in it. You can do anything. This is a 12-person hot tub, and the hot tub can um, – you can turn the temperature down to, like, 95. So, we're thinking about using it as, like, a heated pool, basically, because yeah. it's that big. Yeah, that's cool. It's ridiculous. Um, I think I'm going to make a suggestion to Kate and let her know – to tell you, so because if she tells you you'll do it, that you need an outdoor cooler that's always accessible from the hot tub. Because, like, who's going to get out of the hot tub, go all the way to your basement mm. to get beers, and then come back? It's too far. That's way too far. You could just build, like, an outdoor fridge. I'll, you know, I'll talk to Kate about it. She'll tell you. And then you can just run with it. She'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but, like, that's something that's going to be missing, I think. Uh, and, oh, wow, that's... Whoa. Yeah, that's kind of mine's circle, but that's what I'm doing. But yours is more, yours is, yours is literally just going to be wood, right? Oh, yeah. It's not going to have like the yeah, plastic so the, inserts. Yeah, it's really cool because like the, the, 
the tannins, like the aroma, you're going to sit and you're going to smell cedar. It's going to look like a hot tub that was built or like a tub that was built like 200 years ago, probably. Yeah. But then nestled into like a modern patio. And it, But it's going to still have all the equipment inside of it that makes it like a hot tub. Somehow. Yes. The equipment is going to be... Yeah, that's basically what I'm building. One of, one of those. Oh, there you go. That, yeah, right um, there. That one's like... Looks yeah. like a lot like what I thought it would be. So the equipment is going to be in a like bench that goes around the front. Mm-hmm. So it'll be hidden. It, you'll you'll think it's a bench, but it's actually like right. the heater and everything. So here's another suggestion. What you should do is the part that looks down towards like the lower part of the patio. You should. So like here's imagine like the top's a perfect circle. Have it go and like dip down so that it's like an infinity pool. And that just like keeps flowing down the side of the part of the hot tub. And then it circulates back in. Um, See, that would be pretty sweet. We or... never never get anywhere with these ideas. It's too <laughs> it's too intense. All right, I'll stop I suggesting it. it. I, I think always it's... wanted to build an infinity pool on the edge. Yeah, edge of the cliff. That would be pretty scary, but um, pretty cool if you could Somebody do it. Somebody came and gave us a price for it. It's uh... they did. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Oh, I remember. I remember that. Yeah. Um... <laughs> hey, how are you doing on your beer? I'm almost empty. Um. I don't know if you're going to like what I'm going to give you, but I know that I'm not a fan of it. So I think you're going to like it. Huh? That's usually how the last. Is that how it works? Yeah. Are we doing a swap right now? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's time. I haven't done the swap in two weeks. Um, Yeah. I'm pretty excited for this hot tub. Are you, you're having somebody do the electrical, right? You're going to do it yourself. I'm never getting in it. No, it's going to be permitted. So uh, no, inspectors, inspectors going to come look at it. It'll be a hundred percent legit. I trust. Um, you. and I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I so. trust you. I trust you. Still want to get. But zapped. it's probably a good idea. I don't go in. Ever. Just don't go in. I'll just put my feet in. I'll let you go in first every time. You want me to pop this open for yeah, you? Yeah, please. Oh, we're Can't doing wait. too much cable stuff. We're making. I also want to point out because I don't think we'll get to drink these today, but uh, Ming gave us this awesome collection of. Uh, great notion beers. Thank you, Ming. Thank uh, you. We hold these up for you. And we can bring them back too. We can bring them on the next podcast. Which Yes. Sweet. We're going to chill these up and bring these back. Each one is something different. Uh, we'll talk about them next time, but the label art is amazing. It is very cool. Um, and I can't wait to drink them and try them. Um, we've been hearing a lot of good things Don't about them. Sound. Sorry. <laughs> um, so here, this one's for you. Stop it. <laughs> um, very excited about this. Um Sorry. Oh so God! Here a lot goes. going on. A lot here of activity going on here. Um, uh, is this for me? Yeah. This Did you just open that for it, thinking it's for me? I just opened. I'm just keep opening beers and handing them. To oh, you. okay. Um, so I'll talk about this one really quick. Uh, as as most people probably know at this point, I am a massive Duclaw fan. This is from Duclaw Brewing Company, Sweet Baby Java, uh, which um, is is different from Sweet Baby Jesus, but is a very similar description. Um, we, we spent some time trying to figure out the difference. Yeah. And I think the difference is that this has a espresso bean addition. Yeah. So, like, this last one that I had, had it was just flavors of... It was a milk stout with flavors of peanut butter, coffee, and dark chocolate. Um, this is the same, but I think the espresso changes it a little bit. Um, it's still good. It's, you like it? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's 6.2 ABV. I tried to have it as a surprise, and then Colin came over to my house and ruined the surprise. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, you're asking me if I liked it, and I'm saying yes, even though I haven't sipped it yet. Surprise, I already tried it yesterday, but I'm still extremely happy to drink it again because um, I, I love everything they make. So, uh, yeah, really psyched about this one. And I wore my Duclaw hat today, so um, nice. keeping it on brand. Nice. Yeah. What do you got? You should take a Duclaw bath. Mm. That's the thing, right? 
What? In your hot tub? Okay. Wait, what does that mean? A bath. I'm going to make a pedestal here okay. like a, that we can bring. What? Put it down where we can put the beers on that, and then it's not going to make the sound. See, it's the thing. You can bathe in beer. That's what I'm building. We'll that's actually, yeah, that's pretty funny that that looks exactly the same. All right. So good. what I have is a double nickel from Pensacola, New Jersey. Their Belgian golden ale. I love Belgian beer. I Anything thought Belgian. you might, yeah. Uh, this is 8% alcohol. It is a 12-ounce can, the short one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Notes of citrus, banana, and clove. Uh, clove is kind of like the deal with Belgian beer. So if you don't like clove, you're not going to... I, that's probably why I don't like it's and it's not them. It's nothing that they've done. Double I, nickel, you're on notice. No, I love double nickel. <laughs> we actually had one of the first beers we bought in the uh, office in Asbury was double nickel, and I, I was Which a big one, fan. It, had, it was the green, the green, the green can. No, it was. Uh, I mean, it might have had green in it, but it was like a really interesting pattern design. Uh, it was like a geometric pattern or something. Mm-hmm. They, they normally aren't like this. This is like a very yeah, plain. This is they had. Give it a sip. They actually had a lot of different uh, styles. They had a Vienna Lager. Wait, yeah, that's a Belgian. Yeah, they had a Vienna good. Vienna that's Lager good. that I almost bought. Uh, they had this, um, and then they had something else, um, which was a little bit more standard. It might have been an IPA, um, and so I went with this because I I like double nickel. I wanted to get them on the show, and I also was pretty sure that this was a style you'd be into. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm really, I also really like the circus liquors near me cause they have like, they have like, uh, cold storage and then, um, just like regular shelves and it's just packed with craft beer. Hmm. Most of it's local. Um, Keep me in to get over there. Yeah. I'm pretty happy with it. Um, I know, I know if I, if I go over there, I can probably find something new like every time that I haven't had before. So that's really cool. Um, uh, my brother-in-law Jay actually helps, uh, is, is one of the guys that stocks uh, not stocks or shelves, one of the, the sales guys, sales reps that uh, sells them beer. So nice. he always gets the good stuff. I never, you've, you've talked a lot about Jay, but it's never, I've never met him. Yeah, we could I probably have him on the show. brother. Yes, Casey. Casey. We drank a beer with him at Source. We just mm-hmm. happened to be standing in line at the same time and uh, we went in for a beer and it was great. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a cool guy. Um, he, that was the day that you couldn't figure out which beer was which beer. I'm pretty sure I just drank still, the same beer. <laughs> you're still sure you just got all the same. I'm beers. pretty sure I asked for two separate beers, but both times got the exact same beer. Um, and I'll never know because I got the bottles. I got one of each bottle, but then I think I gave one away. <laughs> so I can never do like a side by side, like blind taste test. Um, so it's a mystery forever. I'll yeah. never know. I like the idea that a brewery could just like put the same beer in multiple containers and sell it as different beer, but they're definitely different. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that they did, but they I kind of do it. think a lot of places might do that and get away with it because like yeah. a hazy I think IPA, they have like an IPA formula, right? And they're just yeah. like, now this is our seasonal winter IPA. Now yes. this is our summer IPA. Yeah. yeah. And it tastes so similar. Uh, and then like, it's like a slight variation and like everything else is the same or it might taste exactly the same and they just release them two months apart and you're like, wow, this reminds me so much of that other one. I like this one a little bit better than that one, but, but it's the same beer. Uh, and you just would never know. My beer fridge in my basement is, I think out of control at this point. You, you saw it yesterday. It's, um, <laughs> now it's, you, you were like, just organize it differently. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it like that. You said it like that. It sounded like a um, witch. 
Like, Just organize it differently. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which, by the way, was a really interesting uh, story that you told on the last episode that I um, wanted to bring up. <laughs> is that true, by the way? That witches are yeah, we're yeah. brewers. Yeah, that is true. Because like it makes sense. Like like they do like brew. Like, yeah, brew or what is that? Brewhaha. Like yeah, they're doing the they're, they're like boiling the wort, and yeah. then there's a cat running around like chasing the mice away from the grain. It's amazing. And never knew that. And they had a hat that like called them out. If you look up, uh, I think it's called Brew Wife. Just look up Brew Wife. Okay. That's uh, that's kind of like the the thing you want to find. So anyone that makes beer is considered a witch technically. I think it's like a is a trick. Just men trying to trying to find their way in and do take some over nasty shit yeah. like we always do. Yep. You know, we're the worst. That's it. <laughs> um, did what even... did you think, by the way, of the previous episode? How did we well, do? Well, first of all. Now, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> first of all, I don't think you ever settled on which episode it was. It was episode 13. And second of all, I don't think we ever. My phone was like stuck in my, I had a bunch of topics on my phone. Yeah. And it was stuck over there and I, it felt awkward getting up and getting it. So I was like, I'm just going to. I'm gonna roll with it. It's gonna power through <laughs> it. The best show ever. Um, we never introduced this show, did we? This is good, not great. Episode fourteen. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Bernard's. Oh, okay. Bernard Beer okay. Spa. So can you? Oh, you can drink. They're not just scooping the beer it's out of the tub. It's poured into warm baths. Ugh. Oh no, because oh, well, I can't figure it out. Because it looks like there's two different spouts. One of them's for the tub. One of them's for drinking. Um, I guess I both of them are for drinking. One hundred percent. I would go into that. It looks a little snug, but like it's fine. That one. That one looks fine. <laughs> uh, that one looks just like that's cold. what I'm building. It's got to be. Oh, that doesn't. <laughs> that looks like uh, me. Yeah, it's gonna be you in a couple weeks. That's the goal. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going in your hot tub if you're gonna hang out like that outside of it. You're gonna you're gonna Those show up cool. to the hot tub and I'm gonna be sitting outside lounging, yeah. eating grapes. Like, uh, Welcome, Colin. I hoped you would come by the hot tub. I hope you just have like like frilly chest hair and a big gold chain. And then I do the I do a laugh that laughs like lasts for like five minutes. Yeah. And you like walk away halfway through and come back and I'm still laughing. Yeah. And I hope you don't do this, but in this scenario, you'd be wearing like a very small speedo. That uh, should not. I already have it. Be owned. Oh, great! Well, I'm never coming over. <laughs> um, yeah, these look cool. These like these like uh, bathe in, in beer. Uh, she looks like she's captive a little bit. Yeah, she looks uncomfortable. But the the ones uh, before <laughs> it looked pretty cool. Um, uh, so, see that looks that looks a little snug. But that that looks like fun. Is that? Do you think? Oh that's my right? god, that looks like fun. They're just pouring the beer. It's like a beer commercial when you're like. Why did you overflow the cup and that spilled all over your counter? Now you need to get paper towels. It's going up. right into the thing. Yeah. They're not even stopping. He's just wasting beer. That's so funny. We were talking about this on a previous episode that there would be a bar where you could kind of pour as much beer as you want mm -hmm. out of the taps. We just didn't realize that it was going to be in a hot tub. It's pretty amazing. Um, I'm going to tell Kate this idea too and see if she can get you to make your yeah, hot see tub. see if I can run a, a, beer. a line outside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what do you think? Come on. Previous episode. Give us give us your honest I thought opinion. it was good. I... Um, I told you that I was like smiling and like laughing throughout it. I thought there's a lot of really funny moments. Um, I thought the girls did really great. Uh, mm -hmm. It's it's not like it's it's pretty intimidating to like just jump into doing a podcast for the first time. Um, it took some convincing to get them on the show. Yeah, mostly Kate. Like, Kate was like not wanting to go. Abby yeah. was like, 
Right let's go. Again. Let's go straight over <laughs> the studio right now. Yeah, it's like it's it's like maybe it's like the fight or flight thing. It's like I'm either gonna go and like handle this and be okay with it, or I'm gonna be terrified and like maybe run away. Um, it seems like they both did great. Um, turns out it sounds like they both had different feelings about the mm-hmm. outcome. I know Kate said yesterday that yesterday that she doesn't ever want to do it again, and it sounds like Abby's ready to go as yeah, soon as she's you ready to invite go. her again. Yeah, so that's great. At I mean, the end, I made a joke where I was like, "See you next week," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it was a good show, um, and uh, it would be fun to like see how they progress as they do more shows. It'd be fun to do like a, a combo episode where it's yeah. like. You know, two sets of hosts. Yeah. You know? Oh, like... The you and the Abby. We totally switch ourselves out with somebody else? <laughs> no, like, I'm obviously a mainstay at this point. I'm on every episode. Okay. But like you, you're oh, here shoot. sometimes. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Not, am I getting kicked off my own show? Um, but it'd be cool to have... It'd be cool to do it again with everybody. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, and now that the world's kind of going back in the right direction, I got, boom, shot number one, ready to go with shot number two. Are you going to go to the other arm? I might. You might mix it up. Go straight into my temples. Yeah. Does that does that keep me safe? They'd be like, no, so, you're, yeah. you're going to die immediately no. if you do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, how does it feel? It feels no different. I have heard people say that the second one's worse, though. So we'll see how that feels, how that goes. Worse um, how? Like, did something hurt? No, like, as in they feel symptoms. First one, uh, this is very true. Like, I'm not even trying to make it sound... Like, it's not a big deal or whatever. I didn't know she gave me the shot. Um, I, I described uh, to someone else, I was like, I would have felt the wind breeze on my arm more than I felt the shot go in because it's so feels like nothing. And I don't like shots. I don't like needles. Um, I just like blood and needles and stuff like sort of gross me out. And so yeah. um, I'm the person that they're like, OK, you're going to have to lay down on a stretcher for 15 minutes before we let you leave. Um, I get that from my mom and she had to do the same thing. <laughs> they only have one tent and one stretcher in all of these facilities. And it's for like me or my mom. Um, you like walk past the tent. You're like, see you in a few minutes. Yeah. I'm going to go hang out in there. <laughs> I hope you got juice boxes. Cause I'm going to need one. <laughs> you have the little cookies. Yeah. They're like, we didn't take your blood. Like, doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm going to pass out. I'll be right back. Um, yeah. So it was fine. It was actually really fine. Um, and, and with the second one, apparently, so with the first one, I felt no symptoms. I didn't feel, you know, you get a vaccine. It's like whatever it's for, like you might get a headache. You might, whatever. Uh, if it's like the flu shot, you might feel feverish. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a possibility. So with this, the first one felt nothing. Uh, I'm hearing some people say with the second one, they're, they're having like headaches or even fevers to a certain extent. I haven't seen any reports that anybody's like had it so bad it's that they have had it. to go to the hospital. Right. Yeah. Because I can go back to normal. Like, I can go back to doing, like, normal things after the second one's done and not be worried about stuff. So We're going to go hold signs outside of downtown. Yeah. No, we're going to go into downtown. We're going to break a window. And do the chicken dance. (laughs) We should hire whichever band it is that plays that, uh, was it a band or was it a DJ? It was mostly a DJ. I don't think I ever saw a band there. Whoever it is, we should hire them and have them play on the street and, like, remind people about how great it was and is and should be. Yeah. Um, if so they don't reopen, this is closed. I know it's so bad. Like we were just talking before the episode about maybe Wall Street is looking for a new owner mm-hmm. or something. Not, and it's like what? I feel like they've always been looking for a new owner. Oh, okay. And that's not that's probably not true, but like they are the type of bar that it's always for sale. 
feels like it. Yeah. Like if, <laughs> if you make the right offer. For sale, signing the door. They've been selling it for it. 10 years. Yeah. Um, I like that place too. That's what I'm afraid of is that somebody's going to buy this that place, place is cool. and then like turn it into something different. If somebody buys it, I want it to just be the same thing it is today or something similar, like have the same vibe. Don't like totally flip it and make it like a, like a, some type of like fusion bar or something where it combines a bunch of different cuisines. It's like bar food, draft beer, um, live music. That's it. What is the ultimate Red Bank dive bar? Right now? Yeah. Um, Globe's pretty good. Globe is probably... We're talking dive bar, so like Red Rock does not... No. I think Walt and I think Globe are probably the only two that are left. Um, The the bar inside the Molly Pitcher... I was it's, just. It's kind of funny. I was just not at the Molly Pitcher at the um, Oyster Point. Okay. I was just there two two or three weeks ago with uh, still good? Norm and our friend Zach, and uh, we went after because we went to Birovino. We got dinner, and then we ran across the street, this four lane like kind of highway street in the middle of the night, uh, barely with looking, and uh, we went to Molly Pitcher first. They were closed, uh, and then we went over to Oyster Point and. It was fine. It was uh that Molly Pitcher bar is so funny. Because it's like you you go in there and you're like, is it fancy? <laughs> like, well that's yeah. That's it's like it, it kind of is, mm-hmm. but it but then everyone that's drinking there is not. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. But there's a there's a place in Red Bank right across from the Grove. Um uh it's next door to Triumph. Triumph? Triumph. Yeah. Um, it's a steakhouse or a steak place. And I don't remember, uh, what it's not like, is it, it's not DJs. Um, that's, that might be, maybe it's not like a dive bar, but it's like most people don't think about it or know about it, I guess. Um, what is it? What is it called? Uh, let me see. No no pressure. No pressure. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Um, I love I love dive bars so much. It's just like I wanted for a long time to catalog all of them. You know, I should have done it before they all got shut down. Danny's, Danny's, I know Danny's Steakhouse. There. Oh, Danny's, that's the one that's like you want sushi, you want steak, you want beer. Like we like <laughs> oh yeah, like they've sushi, got sushi and steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's a weird thing that a lot of restaurants do. Yeah, um, um, sushi and steak. But they those are two completely different cuisines. I want to find you a picture of the bar because I've been to Danny's. This is going so slow. It's kind of expensive too. Yeah. So we Like so I, I think they're a steakhouse. Yeah. I told you about the the wingman thing that we did a while That's ago. Idea. You uh, should talk about that. I think we should still do it. Talk about it right now. Um I'll, so let me tell you the story and then I'll talk about it. Oh yeah, there you go. That's is that Danny's? Yeah. So the bar is actually a great bar. It's like a nice, like there's not a lot of bars like that I've seen that I've seen anymore. The the normal place you sit at Denny's is like in a totally separate room from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This okay. is like this is where people actually want to be when they get there. Uh, you're like, hey, do you have a table at the bar or a seat at the bar? And they're like, no, we've got a table in the dining room. You're like, I'll wait. Yeah, I'm gonna go somewhere else. Yeah, I'll come back later. Go to um, Robinson Ale House. <laughs> <laughs> they've got a good bar actually. Um, yeah, so we, uh, when we did, so I'll tell, okay, maybe I have to tell what Wingman is first before I tell the story. So Wingman, uh, was this business that, 
me and three friends started back when we were like 18. You know, there's a fifth friend that's on the fringe right now. He's listening to the podcast and he's like, God damn, Colin. No, no, we were, it was, it was the four of us, the core four. We really was the four of us. I actually was the asshole who was like, I don't think I want to do this. And I waited. And the first night that they did it, uh, I think they all went out like canvassing, like putting out business cards and stuff in Red Bank. We would just go and take a handful of business cards and chuck them in the air. Just they, they would go into like a, a giant bar, like full of people, yeah, and like into the crowd and just be like, whoosh. not not that we weren't that big of assholes, but we uh, we did like we just would like drop a business card on the ground and, and someone would be like, oh, I should go pick that up. And we're like, nah, because that's how people would find out about it. We thought, and so anyway, so wait, your plan was to litter. Yeah. And then depend oh. on people picking up the litter. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, and so so the idea, what we what we did. Oh, so that's what I was going to say. I was the asshole who like didn't do it the first night. They went out and, and canvassed and then start, they got their first phone call. And I was sitting there when they got their first phone call. And I was like, I'm in. I'm so in. <laughs> it was like really exhilarating. Let me get on the rocket ship. Yeah. And so anyway, the idea was um, what we were doing was uh, we would people go out. Uh, they'd go out to a bar either with their family, their friends, whoever. They would have driven themselves um, and turns out maybe they had too much to drink or whatever the reason was. They'd call us and we'd pick them up and drive them home in their own car. Um, and so that was so it's uh, like Uber, except instead of bringing you to the place, they only bring you home. But they also bring your car with you. Yeah, specifically in your own car. So like you don't use us if you don't have a car um, for us to drive you home. And you can't get in our car. We, didn't, we had zero like licenses or or anything to do anything we were relying on a loophole in new jersey's um uh laws that said uh as long as you had insurance in the state of new jersey you're required to buy insurance in new jersey uh to have a part that protects anybody that drives your car including uh like friends or family so we were just considered friends or family if anything would ever happen which it luckily didn't um and so like that was the only rule that we really like skirted around um and so anyway so that was that was basically it we would go out uh we would start usually first call coming around like 8 p.m uh and then we would drive until like 3 a.m uh and we was busy rides all night long uh like constant rides yeah and so like we we had to start like tapping into our friends groups to like get people to come help us because the four of us couldn't cover all of the rides that were coming in and i think the the biggest crew that we had one time was like <laughs> 10 people Sorry. which meant there was like five crews that could go do pickups and drop-offs because two people had to work together and uh it was like it was this big deal because we made uh because we were charging a flat fee of like 20 bucks per ride no matter where you were going as long as it was within like rumson red bank seabright shrewsbury little silver or probably called oh, snack even people would go like two miles and yeah yeah, most people that were out were like local. And so we could keep it to a $20 flat fee and then they would tip us like 100% of the fee. Like people were tipping us like 20 bucks, 50 bucks. Like we were making most of our money on tips. And so I remember the first night that we had like- Was someone first... like accounting like to figure like, or are you just taking the money and splitting it up? And... It was all cash. It's all cash and we put it into an envelope. And then at the end of the summer, we just dumped it on a table. Just, and it was a lot of money? Just, it was, uh, I think it was like 10 or 20 grand. Um, I say 10 or 20, which is obviously a big difference, but, um, it's a cool idea. It's a really cool idea. And we were running it with a, like a burner phone, not a smartphone. Like we didn't have that. This was 2007, by the way. Um, so this was a long time ago compared to like what's happened. Um, 
we had like one of those tiny little burner phones that barely had a screen, like one of those old school Nokia's. Um, we got a phone number, uh, we had clipboards and that was it. Uh, we didn't have insurance. We didn't have, we, we had an LLC. Um, and like, that was probably the most official part about us. Otherwise, like people were just hiring these like 18, 19 year old kids <laughs> to come out and pick them up in their cars. People would give us their keys and be like, we're not coming with you. We just need you to take my car home. We're staying here. Uh, and that was really surprising. And then they would get an Uber later or something. Uber didn't exist then. We were before, we were pre-Uber. We're just going to live at the bar. No, they were, they were at their beach club. Uh, and they were going to come home with their friends or something. And they wanted to keep drinking. Clubs. But they didn't want their car. So we took their cars home. I didn't um, know. Um, in Ocean County, I guess there were beach clubs. But like I didn't, I wasn't part of a a class that access them. Um, but, but moving here, it's been really interesting to see like how prevalent they are. Yeah. Um, and some of them are very, uh, private. They're like, yeah. Um, like golf clubs almost same mm -hmm. kind of deal. Like a country club. Yeah. There's the one in Seabright that's right over the bridge. It's called Seabright beach club. Um, it is so hard to get in there because most of the people that become new members, are part of a legacy membership, meaning their family has been members for a hundred years or whatever. Like somebody in their family is already a member. Mm -hmm. They sort of like jump the line and they become a legacy member. And because they've got that connection, they can get in within like a couple years of being on a wait list. If you wanted, if you, John wanted to join right now, yes. the wait list would take probably like five to 10 years just to get in. And then you have to spend a certain amount per summer uh, on food and, and alcohol. Password. Password is the password. <laughs> uh, no way. That'd be so <laughs> dumb. Uh, I'm trying to like think of what it would be. I couldn't even guess. We went to Italy on our most recent trip, and this is a very common thing in Italy. Not beach clubs, but like restaurants that are that are on a beach mm -hmm. that essentially own the rights to the beach behind their restaurant. Yeah. Um, so you like buy some food there and then you pay $5 extra per person and like you get a beach spot for the day Yeah, and like they're bringing your food out. Maybe you get like a percentage off your food because you're on the beach. Oh yeah. That's, it's, it's like a, it's weird cause it's a privatized beach and yeah. Well, they, they'll actually like chase you off if you're like, if I, if I start from like a free public beach and I walk across one okay. of these beaches, if I stay too long, cause they watch people come onto their beaches. And like, I think the lifeguards are even oh, responsible. Oh, you can walk sometimes. onto it, but they'll, they'll of find course. you. Yeah. There's no, there's not like a fence on the beach to keep you out. But if you come in and you're not wearing like a bracelet or if they don't recognize you, they'll ask you who you are. And especially the ones in Seabright, like I, um, and I think the guests are like pretty on top of it too. Like I remember a long time ago, my family was members at one of these clubs <clears throat> and I remember being like, I don't know that guy. He's not wearing a bracelet. Get him out of here. <laughs> like <laughs> as a kid, like. People are pretty serious about it. Who is it. this guy? Yeah. Because, like, you, I guess you are paying for the right to have, like, this space to yourself or to, like, yourself and the other yeah. guests, which is a it's, weird it's privilege thing. It's similar to that, um, that community in Rumson that you were saying, like, they chase kids out. Yeah. It's like, if you own one of the houses, you could kind of see it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, we, I, we paid so much money to live on this island. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same thing. That's A lot of that stuff is legacy, too. Like, a lot of the people that own those houses, they just pass them through generations. Um, it's not like a glamorous place to live. I don't think they get hit with a lot of storms. Um, the houses are not big by any means. They're like, they're like beach homes, like not 
not like fancy big beach homes that a family of 14 can live in. Sometimes you hold on to the legacy just for the legacy. You know, that's what you do. You just don't want to let it go. Um, Now, it is getting warmer, right? It is. It's getting warmer every day. Today, I wore shorts outside. You're not right now, though. Well, I swapped them out. Yeah. I I didn't want to. Because nobody can see what's going on behind the table. I didn't want to make any problems for anyone. Or or nobody can see if they're listening on the audio only. But on the video, you can't see your legs. So I just wanted to point out that you're not wearing shorts. Or anything. Now. Nothing down here. That's. So. (laughs) Just So so I was wearing shorts um, and it's getting warmer. I'm feeling really good about warmth. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're talking out in the lobby that we're going to need some t-shirt versions of these or possibly tanks. Eh, we'll no, okay, we're gonna keep it with t-shirts. Are you a keep... tank kind of guy? No, no, no. I'll no. get you a tank. No, you want a, a tank, tank would go you. well with your, your visor, your visor, <laughs> your salty <laughs> crew visor. I'll get, I'll get both. I'll get a tank top and a visor, and you will regret it. So let's get some uh, t-shirts. Yeah, we'll do right? that. Yeah, we're gonna. Get, do you have any other plans for the summer? Is anything just going gonna on? make t-shirts? That's it. Uh, is that what you meant? <laughs> no, I hey, no. get on it. My plans no. for the summer are to go in the hot tub. Go in your hot tub. You can use the hot tub while I'm gone. By the way. Yeah. Um... I probably won't, <laughs> uh, but no, I appreciate the offer. I, I probably will only do that when you guys are there because it probably won't be very fun if it's like, if I'm just like in your hot tub and I'm like yeah, splashing around by you, myself. You, you bring out the mini hot tub by yourself. Yeah. And then this is what I'm going to do today. And it's just one little guy. It's pretty and sad. you're dancing around it's in the hot sad. tub and then you go out and do yeah. it. Uh, that would be, that'd be pretty scary to see somebody doing that. Um, I'm looking forward to just like the weather turning good. I you know, want to. I'm tired to be locked inside. It's mm-hmm. like the. I hate winter normally, and I double hate it when we have mm-hmm. uh, this like COVID situation going on. So yep. that's going to be starting to wind down a little bit, at least like temporarily for the for the summer. The COVID stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It already is. You know, the numbers yeah. are kind of trending down. Yeah. So that's going to go down a little bit, and like. Maybe we can have a little bit of normalcy mm-hmm. sometime soon. Yeah. Um, and to kind of preempt that, I'm making a big bad decision and I'm taking my family to Florida, which is funny uh, because we are going, we're going on Friday, this mm-hmm. Friday, we're leaving. And how are you getting there? Well, we're taking the RV, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to talk about the RV. Yeah. Uh, so we're taking the RV down there, but it's funny. Like, so I was talking to my barber and I was saying like, I'm going down to Florida and he's like, that's funny. I was just down there last week and like living up here in New Jersey, you are very liable to get in a fight with someone. Because, going to Florida? Yeah. Because when you go down there, apparently like no one's wearing the masks. No one is oh, yeah. obeying any of the rules <laughs> or anything. Yeah. And it's one thing if you don't want to wear the mask, but like, if you don't have a mask on, just don't come near me. Yeah. Like, it's okay to, to, I can maybe, maybe I can squint really, really, really hard. And I can see that the mask is infringing on your liberties. Right. Okay. But once you walk by someone else, how could you not put together the fact that like you walking by me without the mask on is infringing on my liberties? Sure. Yeah. It's like, if you want to have your thing and I want to have my thing, then we need to ensure that your thing mm-hmm. doesn't fuck with my thing. Yeah, right? Is, that, is that obvious? Or I think that's is that fair. obvious to everyone, oh, it should, everyone listening? It should be. If you're, the, if you're listening and you're a time traveler, clap back at us right now. 
Oh, we heard him. Well, so here's the problem. The people that think that things are infringing on their liberties are not thinking about anybody else's liberties. And never. It's like you're infringing on my liberties. I don't care about your liberties. And so as long as mine are taken care of, then like everything else is fine. Even if I'm um, uh, like causing you to not have your own. Yeah. And they, they just want like some kind of like homogeneous society where everyone has the same expectations of what their liberties are. Right. And it's like, it's not because we live in different parts of the country. Yeah. And it's one thing to say, like, don't come to Florida. But like a lot of the people that are making the problems in Florida right now from Florida. don't even fucking live there. Yeah. So we're all going to go to Florida together. Uh, and then some people are not going to have masks on. I'm going to get a fight. I'm going to go to jail. But then they're going to let me out of jail because I'm in the right. Mm. That's how I think it's going to go. You're not, you're not going to start the fight. You're just going to end up in one. End the fight. Oh, we shit. don't start fights. We end fights. All right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I feel good about that, but uh, sure. <laughs> um, I don't... So we're taking the RV down. We're going to have a good time. We're not going all the way to Miami, which I think is where like that's right now there. I read a news article yesterday where like someone like fired a gun into a crowd and like cool or, or like fired it up in the air and was like. They they probably thought they were saying like we all we're, like, we're here going. we're here <laughs> woo woo it's like I'm not going to that yeah. um, but I'm going close to that you know so they're in a state of emergency emergency right now I think it's Miami um, and I think it's because of the maskless uh, crowds think back to last year when like things were just getting really bad you know we had uh, most states had just entered lockdowns and there were all these photos of Miami Beach just wall to wall like mm-hmm. people like literally. Touching shoulders with other people, just walking on the beach, yeah. no masks. And it's like, I don't know, that doesn't look too good because you're all going to go back to your houses and you're going to bring that with you. Yeah. 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 I and think... we thought it was mostly young people at the time, but like, I don't think it is. No, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit of everybody, I think, um, which is just terrible. But uh, yeah, just don't go near stupid people and uh, don't start, don't start a fight. <sighs> I end a fight. End a fight if you need to. End a fight. But don't start a fight. Uh, you know who is down in Florida right now, though? You know who's down no. in Florida? Mark Dill. Oh, hell this yes. Is Mark Dill. I don't know if he watches the show, but I really hope he does because oh, we really need to. I hope he does. For a long time, Colin and I talked about um, maybe get – can I talk about them? We talked about let's find some some beer influencers on oh, yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, women that probably women let's just be honest like nobody's gonna click on the like button with like a a me so i think i think what is important (laughs) to say is that like you can you can go on instagram and you can recognize pretty quickly that there's this lane of like you know fairly attractive to attractive women who pose with different beers they get to a certain level of uh uh fandom that like breweries are just sending them is this so you know you knew this without even looking it up he knows he knows yeah and like half the time the picture is like i love this new hazy ipa and it's like off in the background (laughs) there you go yeah something like that um she's actually she's actually promoting the beer along with a couple other things but like the beer's in there too uh and like some of them they'll be like i love this new hazy ipa and it's like over like down on the floor and it's like mostly just them in their bikini it's like they've got Thousands and thousands and thousands of likes and followers. She's got 50,000 followers. Holy crap. Um, and, and, and it says in her bio, she's not an influencer. So, yeah, but then she's like, she's clearly 
specifically here to promote beer. And wait, can you scroll so, my book? So we started, we, we started it looking. Says best beer Instagram influencer account. So we started looking and we were like, to the lane lady. Maybe we just pay one of these people to like promote beers that we think are interesting and like promote <laughs> like buying beers through the platform, right? That's like, oh my God, I'm so excited of, about this idea. Go on, sorry. Wait, what the what's the idea? I'm because I'm I just I just pictured Mark with like. So, oh, okay, okay. Let me get through the idea. Okay, get through, I, I get what you're saying. Well, um, I have I have so, a more specific like vi- so, like. So we wanted to promote this, and then we started doing the Instagram, and like instead of Colin just doing the Instagram by himself, now we both do it. Mm-hmm. So kind of like the influencer hot girl is is us. We're the <laughs> we're the influencer hot girl. We're not in any of the pictures. We're not doing too great, but we're doing okay. <laughs> you know, we're doing too. Well, you're getting some stuff out. Sometimes I. I got I got good hands, so I put my hands. Oh yeah, hand in model the photo. Stuff. Yeah, you know, sure. Uh, and <laughs> here we are. And show off. We were thinking maybe. Great. We'll get a close up. Um, so then, <laughs> every time my hand almost gets cut off, I'm it's like, Ooh, I gotta slow down because like. Oh, you mean like literally, hand. literally yeah. cut off? Yeah, yeah like cut off by a machine. Yeah, move so. Then we're thinking, like, is Mark Dill the spokesperson? <laughs> um, so just to recap on who Mark Dill is, he's a guy that uh, is on the Source Origins Facebook group. So he's in, like, a private group. He's yep. He posts a video of every beer that comes out from Source with him with no shirt on. He chugs the beer, and then he does something with marijuana, and then he blows it out through a rock-on symbol. Oh, wait, that one? I don't remember if it's... Yeah, I think it's Tordem. Blows it out through that. Yeah. So the other day, someone makes an impersonation video. Tribute. A tribute. Yeah. uh, But they don't do all the steps, and they had a shirt on. And part of their explanation why they didn't have a shirt... Sorry, why they had a shirt on is because, like, they're not in great shape. But, like, that's missing the whole point. Yeah, it's not not what it's about. The point is that... I don't know. That's not what it's about. No, that's not it at all. Mark Dill Uh, doesn't care. So, <laughs> so he does that, and then he put he, re- he replied with the video. Okay, go say it. Wait, so I don't I don't think so. The guy I think went like this. I think he gave a thumbs up. He, did he didn't his. do that. I don't think so. I don't remember him doing that. Um, and so he should have huffed a fog machine. Yeah, uh, some dry ice. So Mark Mark replied with uh, his own video. He's in Florida right now, and uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> he was at he a, chugged a beer. Yeah, yeah, he did chug a beer. And uh, but he was wearing a shirt because he was in a brewery and he apologized. He said, I'm sorry. I know I don't have my shirt off, but it's because I'm in a brewery right now. And I don't think that they'd appreciate that. So this guy, Proving that he's self-aware, so self-aware. He knows exactly what he's doing. He is uh, he's an influencer, baby. He is without a doubt. So here's here's what was making me laugh. <laughs> this is what was making me laugh. So, Mark, uh, you can tell he's like a rock guy like he gives the he gives the horns every time he chugs a beer he has to uh he's got long hair uh he's no. got some nipple rings which like he's two he, of them yeah he might he's like rock but like probably borderline metal like he's right yeah, i yeah. believe it i thought that every time i looked at him yeah and so because he's doing the rock symbol but he's clearly got long hair yeah, and yeah. he's doing the nipple oh rings. and you know you know he he listens to some good music oh yes good choice um and so this is what made me laugh so he's got the long hair and what I just pictured was him doing his first influencer post with us have, with like pigtails, like like intentionally like making it like silly and kind of like stupid, like giving pigtails, having like pretend to be one of these girls and like 
pose the way they do. <laughs> but he's just, it's just him. What are you doing? I don't I mean, know. it'd be great. I would love it because- Mark Gill, we've called you up before if you're listening. If you're listening, he has to contact he us, He deserves, right? he deserves to be in front of like any form of a camera, whether it's like uh, photography or like video or something. Like he's, he is a character that belongs on TV or on a series or a show. Like he is- so he really funny. is very good and um, we got to get him we got to get him as our influencer on uh beer broadcast and like pay him in I beer just or have something. so many questions i'll buy him source beer for the rest of his life i have so many questions about him and for him yeah that even just to meet him would be good we should have him on the show we've talked can about you this make before. it happen can i'll reach you? out to him yeah i mean nice. we, we should probably have a couple other people on the show before we have him but uh i want him on the show uh, like, should we? Who else I, I'm should we talking have? About, like the like the appropriate timeline of like who should we talk to? Um, Mark like, Dill, of course. Number but we one. should we should definitely talk to some of the breweries that we are working with and have them come on and talk about their story. Um, we've talked to Phil about having him on the show a billion times. We should do that. Um, and like, yeah, let's start let's start rolling through some of our guests and getting them on here. But Mark is like Mark is like top three. Uh, next, there's there's guests. a great intersection of. Uh, of beer and podcasts, it seems like. Yeah, I think so. It seems like there's, um, there's. I mean, even within the studio, there's like, Ming. Do you know how many there's? How many beer podcasts are going on in the shared universe studio? Three right now. Okay. Three or four. I lost count. Okay. That's yeah, because there's a lot. Beer right? comics. There's the Ross one. There's us, and then maybe another one. I think there's another. I, I'm not thinking of, but yes. Yeah, it's like amazing. This it seems like because like this seems like a natural thing to sit here with a beer and like talk. Um, what is your model for this podcast, by the way? I have something very specific in my head for what I'm trying to emulate, and it's I guarantee not the thing that you're trying to do. I have no idea. Do you remember Dignation? D i g g Nation. Yes. Mm, sounds familiar. But so okay, do you remember Dig.com? Yeah. Um, so Dig.com was a website where they it was like reddit basically it's yep. reddit yep it's reddit so they would take the the most popular posts that had been in the past 24 hours or whatever they'd be in the ranked list so you could go to this page at any time and you could see the most popular things but i think it was like there was like some algorithm that like yeah, posted it algorithm it wasn't like figure out how to get community driven no there's something that to figure out how stuff gets gets to the top yeah um and they would do a weekly show with uh Alex, I don't remember his name, and Kevin Rose, who was the the founder of Dig. And they would do a weekly show where they would they would drink and they would talk about the the things that had happened that week that were the biggest. Okay. So like the, interesting. Like at any point you can go there and see the biggest links, but they're gonna talk about like the the week's biggest links. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and it was it was just great. It was okay. an awesome podcast. Yeah. And it was like very early. It was before like podcasts had really taken off. So they were super early. Um, in making this podcast, I mean, it's made a video like 15 podcast. 15 years ago. Uh, that Dig, Dig sounds about been, right. I was Dig obsessed for Kevin ever. Rose. I wanted to be Kevin Rose. Okay. Um, didn't quite make it. Well, in many respects, I kind of overshot. Yeah, I overshot on technology. Yeah. And I undershot on cool factor. Oh, okay. Well, you can still figure it out. I'll figure it out. Um, let's talk about our beers and then let's. Uh, I've got one more topic, unless you've got one. No, I'm done. To wrap it up because we're getting it. close. Uh, go ahead. So what I'm drinking is the Movies Milkshake IPA. Uh, I love Kevin Smith movies. This is a, a Red Tank Brewing did kind of a tribute beer, which is a, a Movies 
uh, inspired milkshake IPA, which I think is, is it, is it it's not Clerks 2, it's uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back was kind of like the introduction of movies. Is that right? Uh, do- Dogma is like the first place. Yeah. And then when it really took off was uh, Jane Silent Bob, Bob Strike Back. And that's where she worked at the restaurant, right? That's where they met. Or, sorry, he worked at the restaurant. Um, I got to say, I, I cracked open this beer the first time and I thought, um, I thought like this beer is going to be built basically on this label. You know, like the the whole idea is the label and it doesn't even matter what's inside this can, which they could have put anything in here and I still would have bought it. Yeah. You could put water in here. I would have bought <laughs> it. I don't care. Because like, I just like the movies is so funny. I remember mm-hmm. the scene with Rosario Dawson. Uh, I mean, that's like, she was outside movies like on the, like swing set or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, right? Great scene. Clerks 2, yeah. She was, it was Clerks 2. Yeah, that's what it was. And she was singing, uh, uh, what was it, ABC? Yes. Yeah. So, do you know? I, all, you I know, wanted, you know all I wanted to say is that she's now dating Cory Booker, the New Jersey Senator. Is she really? Yep. That's a great match. It's a great match. Yeah, that's exactly the scene I'm talking about. It is, it is great. It's a great scene. Um, so, so I opened it thinking, like, this doesn't have to be anything special. And then I drank it. And actually, like, yeah. I think it's my favorite milkshake IPA that maybe I've ever had. And you nailed it yesterday when you were describing uh, why it is good, which is that it's not overly milkshakey. Yeah. And it's not overly IPA. It's just kind of right in the middle. It's enough of both. So a lot of times you have these milkshake IPAs and they're, like, overly um, sweet and round. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're too smooth. Yeah. Uh, this is not too smooth. It has carbonation yeah. to it. Um, this is a great job. Yeah, I saw them post this. Uh, I think they posted it on Instagram. And I, I didn't buy it, which I'm just gotta, like, gotta buy this. I, I have a hard time buying beer through Instagram because I want. I just want them to sell it through beer broadcast. But oh, that's, so not, that's not true. But I, I was happy you had it because I recognized the label immediately from when they um, released it. And I got to try it yesterday. And it really is like it's they they put a really good beer inside of a really like nice great can yeah yeah like it's it if the if the label for some reason didn't sell it the beer does it's all it's just it's they did a good job and they didn't um you know they didn't put like a bad beer inside of a good label so clerks 2 is the movie where like it was the first movie they they went kind of super overboard on like introducing movies as a brand like they really pushed like like they had a lot of time inside of the restaurant. They had a lot of time like introducing that character who is the other person that was like working there. Um, it was it was like the first movie that really kind of revolved around yeah uh, a movies because the premise of Clerks Two is that they left the quick stop and now they work at movies. Okay. I think I think that's the idea. Makes, I mean, it's pretty good branding. It's, it's very good branding actually. Like, that's yeah. No, I, they did a very why, good job. Uh, why they would push that. Um, okay. We're running out of time. Yeah. I want to. This is great. I want more of that. It's so good. If you get more of that. Ming, did you have one of these? No. Yeah. I'll I'll try to bring one next time so you can have it. Um, bring one for me too. No. Okay. Uh, (laughs) That's so mean. Um, Christian was right. Uh, I'm drinking a, uh, Tom's River Brewing Coastal. Uh, Kolsch style ale, 4.7 ABV, uh, obviously based in Tom's River, New On Jersey. On the platform. 
on the platform. I don't think they did a release yet. Um, they did actually. Oh, they did. So they they did a bunch of releases. Unfortunately, they they like backdated the releases. Oh, so, so they came get... out in the past, so they didn't send notifications. Oh, okay. But we we reached out to them and tried to fix that. Okay. Um, but they are on the platform and they are um they're selling stuff, which is awesome. great. That's great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I love it. I've had it before. It's in my fridge. Been in my fridge for a little while. Um. I, I pull one out, pull one out every once in a while, and um, yeah, wanted to bring them back on the show because uh, I really like it. Um, so okay, last topic before I we was end born the show. there. Tom's River. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's not a big deal. I mean, you yeah. want to talk about it? No. All right. It's fine. I try not to talk about it. You just did. Some shit happened. I want to hear it. No. Fine. So last topic before we end the show. Um, I told you I gave you a little snippet of this outside. Um, I wanted to pose the question of, since you love talking about time travelers, uh, if you were to go back in time, uh, now let's say you're going back like before, just before computers hit it big and, you know, that's that's a a big thing. Yeah, I know. It's uh, I'm going to kind of corner you. Do I have a – okay, go ahead. I have some uh, questions already. You you don't have anything with you except for the clothes that you're wearing. Do I have a prep period? Uh, No. Do I know I'm going back in time? No. I'm just boom back in time. Yes. Okay. But you're given you're given a list of tasks. The first task is tasks. What is this? The first task is uh, it's a job or is this time travel? Well, none of this is practical. Like this isn't okay. actually like real world <laughs> stuff. We're talking about time travel first of all. Uh, as much as I want that to be true, okay. let's just assume it's not because. Right. Uh, right. So okay, so you're back in time. Uh, you can't use the skills that you have, uh, like with programming or anything like that. Why? Um, because I want this to be interesting. Okay. Um, I mean, you can, but computers don't exist in this uh, in this scenario. So you go back in time. Um, everything you know is still you still have all the knowledge you have from when you came from the future. Yeah. But when you get there, the first thing you have to do is uh, prove to everybody that you're from the future. My question for you, for related to that, uh, is how do you prove that you're from the future uh, without sounding like you're crazy? Uh, and then the second part, I think, which is more of like the obvious. Um, when am I dropped into? Uh, let's say you're dropped into like 1950. All right. If you just picked a different year, if you <laughs> picked like 1985, I'd be like, no. the Mets are going to win the World Series. No, no. And that's... even that wouldn't prove it because they'd just be like, there's only two teams. Yeah. Pretty you're lame. you're, you're um, one of many uh, <laughs> with that prediction. So, okay. So the first thing, uh, how do you prove that you're from the future? And the second, uh, what do you uh, use from that time to become the, you know, as wealthy as possible. Uh, and like, how do you change the past so that when you come back, you know, in Outlander, they kind of do this. They, and let's, they go back in time and she's got like all kinds of, um, she's like, well, medicine is a good way to like, stop your mm-hmm. bleeding. Okay. And they're just like, which, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, well, the reason that this, this idea came to be was from last episode, you were talking about the hot tub. And since then you and I have talked about your hot tub. And so naturally, I thought of hot tub time machine. Let's ignore all of like the things where actually they do a good job because you they come back as themselves in that time. They see themselves, so yeah. they they can't like bump into themselves and like mess up their own future. Uh, I guess they could like act differently and mess up their own future, but like back oh, they to, come back as young them. Yeah, yeah. They they come back as like they take over their their bodies from that time and like they're they relive that time versus Back to the Future. It's like um uh like uh marty could well he could he could 
have sex with his mom. You can say it. No, I was going to say that's like the plot. I was going to say that. Uh, that you're right though. Um, anyway, so let's let's keep it simple, and and ask questions along the way. Uh, but you're back in in the 1950s. Um, you yeah, you have to tell people. <laughs> you have you have a very short amount of time to figure this out. Uh, explain to people, uh, prove to them that you're from the future, and what do you do to become very wealthy by the time that you return? Wait, can I carry the money back with me? No, but you could like influence things in the 1950s, and when you come back as yourself, uh, okay, you're okay. like you, you've like invented. The, um, okay, so the way I prove that I'm from the future is I don't because I don't want people to know I'm from the future. What I want them to know is that I'm a super super smart person. Okay, and that's how I'm going to make my money. So oh. the way that I make my money is that uh, we're about the time where like automobiles are. They're they're taking off, but they haven't like fully taken off. Okay, you know, so I don't know a lot about cars and how they work. So although I know a decent amount, we're talking about the fifties. Yeah, so the cars exist, but hear hear me out. Okay, hear me out. so I don't know a ton about how cars work, but what I do know is that cars took a lot of major leaps around the times the fifties. Okay, so I don't think like cars, for example, had um, lap shoulder. Uh, seat belts. Mm-hmm. I don't think that um, cars had an airbag. I don't think that cars had like most of the things that have changed in cars since the fifties are actually just like safety things. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe spend some time like working on those things. Go in and just be like, here's a bunch of ideas. I think ideas is basically that's my that's my approach. Okay, is that I would just go into every industry, and I'd be like, you know, you're you're. Attaching these table components. Have you thought about like trying to drill on the side and put dowels in there to make it stay straight? And Have then you... what do you patent these things and make? Yeah, just keep patenting stuff and like. All right. Yeah, I mean, like there's a there's a decent case that like great inventors were time travelers, right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's if you, if you're looking back on it and you're saying that it's easy to maybe assume that but it's like look at look at great inventors of today with technology it's like was mark zuckerberg from the future or was he just some guy who had an interesting idea at the right time and it like he knew how to make it time traveler all right well i think i think <laughs> reptilian and i think most people agree with that but uh, yeah he's not from this planet or he, what is he like a like a uh center is of the earth frog people what or, are they called uh, mole people mole people yeah he's yeah, mole people that's why he's so Wait, no, not mole people that's the people that live in the subways mm. he's a uh, crab people what's that it's people that derive from crabs it's from south park oh crab people <laughs> crab people great <laughs> I, think we're out of time, I think we just ended the show i think you just ended well, the show um this has been good not great episode 14 and <laughs> we'll see you next week Ming, thanks for hanging out super late wait super late for sunday yes yeah thank see you ya.